Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Inner Bloom. I am Ambrosia. I am Alexa. Yay, Uh we've switched (laughs) roles. I am going to announce us now. No, you can if you want to, obviously. No, no. How are you today? I'm good. We've been, Ambie and I have been trying to link up all day because uh, she's had like an open day and my, I've been trying to get my son down to sleep all day and I keep Mm. thinking like, oh, it's happening and then he wakes up. So um, fingers crossed. I think we have about 20 minutes at least. And (laughs) this will be a shorter episode, guys. Yeah. But Ambie, I'm curious because you said, I have an idea for this episode. And I said, what? You said, I have a story for you. Yes, I have a story for you and I don't want to tell you. So, yeah, so I don't know what she's about to say. This is exciting because Alexa never just like jumps in. And Alexa usually likes to know what's going on like a good tourist does, right? (laughs) Um, So, so she has not heard this. So, her reaction is genuine. This is going to be really interesting how you react. So, I'm not going to tell, uh, well, I will tell details of this reading, but it's not, I'm not going to give names or anything like that. Okay. Okay. So as anybody that's listening knows, I am a psychic medium. Um, I tell the future, things like that. So I had a reading yesterday that was a doozy. And basically this woman uh, has a growth on her. She's going to the doctor to find out if it's cancerous. She wanted to know all the details, wanted to know about her career, her love life, et cetera. And I saw that it is cancerous and that she's going to die. So the question at Alexa's face, oh my God. Okay. It's not funny. I'm laughing now because I've had time to process this. um, And I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. Okay. So just anybody that knows, I do not think this is funny. I do not think this is a funny situation. I cried after this reading. Um, It was one of the hardest readings I've ever had to do. And so I'm laughing through the discomfort and through the pain of genuinely like should i keep doing this okay yeah so we're not judging you i'm not well i feel like i just want to let that know i'm not a heartless bitch so i guess the question poses because i have another friend Catherine, um who is a psychic medium she's been on the podcast lots and she said i wouldn't have told her so because Catherine doesn't tell people when they're going to die, if they're going to die, she will tell them in the reading. I don't I don't read that. I don't do that. So I guess the question poses, would you want to know if you were going to die? OK, well, can I ask a question? Can we back up? You can ask as many questions as you want. 
what was her reaction to having asked this question? She was devastated. She was devastated. And, like, how do you process something like that? Like, even though she asked the question, like, how do you actually process, like, and what did you say? Like, what, how did you... So there was more information than I gave her. I'm not telling the whole story, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, fuck, I'm gonna cry. I didn't anticipate me doing this. Um, okay, when I told this story to Catherine and when I told this story to my girlfriend, like I actually did not cry. I handled it much better. So I don't know why I'm crying right now, but there was more detail that I gave her and that she gave me and we had more of a conversation. And I definitely did not diagnose her with anything because that's not in my um, skill set. But it's definitely like I gave her, this is what I think you should ask the doctor. This is what I think that you should follow up. I would get a second opinion. I would do this. I would do that. I would do this. Um, And then I double checked with Catherine. Was I correct? You know? Um, So it's a lot of due diligence was done, um, both medically. And I gave her an alternative of like, I could be wrong. There's always that. I could be wrong. Or what if or what if her knowing this changes something and that leads to a different outcome? That's what I'm hoping for. But I think the question is like so we could just take this beyond a psychic reading, right? We could say like if you were go if you were going (laughs) I I saw a a TikTok or something on this guy who just like tells you random facts and he's like, uh, if a missile's coming at the United States, I just found out that they're only obligated to tell us 10 minutes beforehand. And then he's like, at that point, just don't tell us. Why are you like that? Just you want me to have the worst 10 last 10 minutes? Just what am I going to do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about that and I was like, yeah, that is really pointless. Like, don't, just don't tell me. Because, like, right. if I'm not going to serve, if no one's going to survive anyway, and we all What's we're going to do point? is freak out for 10 minutes, like, that's terrible. Um, but if there's something that you can do um, in terms of, like, either you have time left where you can, like, um, do the things that you want to do or spend time with the people you want to spend it with, I think that then I would want to know if I had an amount of time that I could actually, like, bring closure um, or Mm -hmm. I could take an action that maybe would change the outcome. I don't know, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that even goes down to medically. Do you want to know that you have a terminal illness, right? Like that's what you're talking about. For me, I think I would. I think I would want to know. I think that one, you should never ask a psychic question you don't want the answers to. I just want to put that in. I will never ask a psychic that ever. Yeah, um, I, that is a that is a question. I just if because that's another question. Would you ask? Would you want to know? Is that what you're asking? Psychically, do you yes. want to know? Well, I would just in general. Would you want to know? Like medically or psychically? Would you want to know? Different coming it's different. from a psychic than 100%. a doctor. Hundred percent. But doctors are wrong. No, no, I, I know, but I'm saying. Psychic is one level. Psychic is like you're you're basically asking someone like, do you feel like based on the information that you can get that do you think I'm going to die? And it's like, yeah, I do feel that way. And it's like, oh, holy shit. Then you could take it to the next level of like actually going and getting evidence for that, like physical evidence for Mm -hmm. that. But what Mm -hmm. I'm saying is 
I don't, I would never ask the first question because I don't want a, I don't want someone to give me worry in my head that I might die. Now, yes. Now, does that mean I don't want to go? For example, my mom had breast cancer when she was 35. I am 35 right now, but I still haven't gotten Mm -hmm. a mammogram. I technically should have gotten one basically this year um, because if you don't, you get it, you get, you start them later, but my mom. Because your history, your family history of cancer, you get it sooner. Yes. Thank you. So uh, anyway, the reason I didn't get it this year is because I got pregnant and I'm breastfeeding now. And technically, you can get it done while you're breastfeeding, but your breast is more, your breast tissue is more dense and it could be like harder to see and whatever. It might show up something that's not there. Is that Yeah. Or they might look and miss something. Like my mom mm-hmm. actually had to fight for six months to get to them to acknowledge that there was a lump. Everyone told her, no, 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 I don't see anything. There's nothing here. And she knew there was something there. So anyway, the point is, um, does that mean I'm not going to get a mammogram? No, I'm going to get a mammogram um, and I'm going to have them check. Because it's something that is in my reality and it's something that I've always known I've had to watch out for or just like be mm-hmm. a, just be more conscious of. Um, so would I want to know if I had a lump? Like would I want to mm-hmm. know if I had breast cancer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Early. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Because I think that maybe this is con- – maybe this is delusional, but I – no, I don't think it's delusional. Unless it was my time to go. I feel yeah. like I would be receiving that information so I could do something with it. I could influence my reality, even if maybe what I was influencing was the time I had left. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would want to know, and I might, I don't know, there are psychics that do this, like they just feel into how you die. I don't know. The problem I here don't is that, know that if I die from like a car accident, I'll be terrified every time I get in the car. Right? Like That's every what I single mean. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's like they tell me like you're 87 and you die in a car accident, cool. Like I'm gonna live every single fucking day like it's my like like fearless basically. And I think that would give personally that would give me a sense of like, oh, we're good. Like I don't have to plan to be a hundred and like long-term care and all that shit. Right. Cause that's awful. But yeah. like, I, I think that I would want to know when I'm going to die. I do want to, so I would, would want to know. I so might you, do this actually. But what if they tell you like, then I'm going to die at 40. Yeah. And they, and there's I'm gonna no, die at 40. but the, that's going to ramp up your anxiety times. No. You know. Cause what it's going to do, it's going to make me, if someone told me, doctor, psychic, whoever, said you're going to die on your 40th birthday, right? So I have until July 4th, 2023, because I'm old as fuck, everybody. Anyway, I digress. If someone told me that, my response would be, I'm going to start, right, I'm going to go to Europe. I'm leaving everything right now, and I'm going to Europe. I'm also, because that is something I want to do before I die. I'm going to make a video for my kids on their birthday every single year. So I'm working on that. I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to fucking what 
do physical therapy. I'm not going to fucking do that. I'm not going to waste my time with shit that does not matter. My point is that we, we have to do things to pay bills, right? Like we have to go to work and make a job and do all of those things. But if you only had a certain amount of time and you realize that after a certain date, it's not going to fucking matter how much money you have. None of that will matter anymore. I think that's a sense of freedom because now you go to what does matter is really cultivating those relationships and experiencing and seeing things before you die. Yes. But you could also look at it the other, you could also look at it the other way. It's like, yes, at a certain point, it's not going to matter how much money you have. So, okay, go take the vacation. But at the same time, it's like, so, but right now you have many, much more time to still accrue finances. So why don't you take the vacation and then, and then accrue money because you're not being told you're going to die now. You know what I'm saying? You're no, right. No, 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 no. But, um, but I'm saying hypothetically, if I had six months to live, that would be my plan. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But it's so interesting hearing people, hearing uh, when we all do this, when we talk about this, if we know we have six months to live or three months to live or whatever, oh, well, right. I do this, this, and this. And it's like, okay, yeah. so you know what you want to do. Why aren't you doing it? Because why aren't you doing it now? Why aren't, Why do we live as if we have so much all time? All this time, yeah. Because me and my mom were talking about this. My mom's been spending a lot of time with me since I had my son. And my mom, she was like sitting holding my son the other day and she just she just stares at him and just smiles. And she's like, I just feel like I never really got to spend time with you like this because I was always so worried about like my health, my life, my job. Like I never and I was like, yeah, and you had you didn't have as supportive parents as I have in you, number one. So Mm -hmm. you didn't have a lot of backup. And number two, like technology, et cetera, et cetera. She's like, yeah, but I think I also just um, lived this life that was so kind of stressful. And now I get to kind of sit here and enjoy this from a new perspective. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I mean, when I had you, I, I was counting down like how many falls I'd have left. You know, like, Mm. like right after that, when she was she she was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer pretty soon after. I think actually I was like two or something. But the point is, she's like, I did that the other day, actually. She's like, I was looking out at the fall and I was like, wow, it's so pretty. She's like, wait, I wonder how many falls I have left. And then she was like, "Mm, probably if I'm lucky, 20. And I'm like, 20. And when she said that, I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, like 20 or less, you know what I mean? Or maybe yeah. more. But like when you put it like that, it's like you're only going to see the fall 20 more times. Like, yeah, I just think we think of time. We think there's so much time and there is from one perspective, but from another. Sometimes you do need to put things in perspective. Sometimes you do need to know there's a limit. And so mm-hmm. I hear you like I hear I hear the case for wanting to know and for and in one situation I would want to know. But in terms of going to an intuitive and saying, tell me when and how I'm going to die, I'm never doing that. I am <laughs> never doing that. I don't know. Um, I think that's the thing with kids, though. Like, that's that's the thing with it, kids. And I I've thought about this for the last, like, five years is you only have a certain amount of time before the magic is gone with them. Oh, I'm going to cry. Fuck, I'm going to get my period. Anyway, so (laughs) 
the <laughs> it's true. I only cry about how old they are when I'm gonna get my period. So but I real only quick, have every single time that I look at my son and go, "Oh my god, you're getting so big." I think of and I and and I think of how the time is flying, and I like want to cry. I think of you going talking about your kids and going, "Oh my god, I'm yeah. gonna cry," and finally understanding it and being yeah, like, "Oh, why? that's why she does yeah. that." Go ahead. I'm so sorry. So like I have again, if you're just now listening, I have three kids: 18, 10, and seven. Okay. And the 10 year old and the 18 year old, like they do Christmas and Thanksgiving and things like that because on Halloween, because they make them, they don't want to do it. You know what I mean? They want to sure, but it's not as magical as a seven year old. And I have two more Christmases. That's it. Two more. And the magic is, Oh, I'm going to cry. And the magic is gone. The idea yeah. of he's in the house, so I can't say it, but the idea of that person is gone. Mm-hmm. The I the making the cookies and doing all of the until things that like until I'm a grandma. Yeah. But it's gone for a period of time. And it's sad because uh, like like you said, why am I crying? Like with your mom, like I wonder how many falls I have left. Right. So yeah. Everything's for a limited time. So anyway, oh, why am I crying? Oh my God, what happened because, here? Oh. No, it's a very, I almost cried when you told me what this, when you told me what the title of this episode was. I was like, whoa, oh. that's a heavy question. And I think, I think it's good to cry over it because it, it reminds us that we have such a precious thing, you know? And I really, I was telling my mom that I was like, you know, I don't really think I understood the depth of how precious time was until I had my son, literally until like five weeks ago when I became a mom, because I'm like, oh, my God, like, I don't I don't want one day to pass. Like, I don't I don't want time to go by. I feel like it's already it's slipping through my fingers. And it's crazy because he's only between one and two months old. It it also feels like so much time has passed already. But it's like. Mm -hmm you never want that time to run out. And I think until you have something that you – until you can see through the eyes of a child kind of, you know, and see everything for the first time and realize how magical it is to be alive, we get so jaded. And if it's Mm. just literally if it's a cloudy day, I'm like, ugh, I can't wait for this day to be over, you know? And it's like um, you might – like. Like, what if that day is part of the fall and you only have how many falls left? You know, it's like I feel like putting that in perspective made me realize, like, yo, be fucking happy for the cloudy day and the rainy day and the day that's cold and that, you know, you only have so many of those. And for some reason right now, I totally forget. I think you brought this through with the Arc Nine, but I remember them saying something like life is like. You think it's so long, but it's kind of like you just like, I don't know why they use this analogy, but it just, I keep thinking of it. They're like, it's kind of like you like just like. Like a box of chocolates? No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> no, they were like, it's kind of like you just dunk your head in some water real quick. Like you like, spl- like splash your face and come up again and it's done. You know, it's like you, maybe you were saying it's kind of like that Harry Potter thing where he puts his like head in and it, you there was something in Harry Potter where you could like kind of go into another time by like putting your head in this pool thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm. The point is, it's quick. The point is, the point yeah. is, is quick. Yeah, it's quick. So do over you, in the blink of an eye. So, so the other 
part of this, though, is like, again, do you think that some people are led to, going back to the intuitive part of this, do you think that some people are led to ask this question so that they can get uh, information or kind of get into alignment in a way, like maybe... I think I've heard stories about people who find out they're going to die and they actually start living. They actually start, you know, kind of enjoying their life. It allows them to let go of certain things and then they just never die. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Well, I mean, that's I mean, that's part of the reading that I didn't tell either. Like I saw the lesson behind it. I saw like why it was happening. And so I explained that to her. Um What what do you need to learn from this? This is what you need to learn from this. It can be changed. It's not. I, I'm pausing because when I say it's not set in stone, usually with different things, I can see different alternatives and timelines and things like that. And I just saw nothing, nothing mm. after a certain point. Mm -hmm. It was like, well, what if I do this? Mm -hmm. Nothing. So it was, it was an interesting thing, but at the same time, we all have to die sometime. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. the biggest thing is like the mark that you leave behind, the mark that you leave behind with other people is what do you want to be remembered for? Yo, I think but about that a lot. Catherine was trying to comfort me this morning and she was like, you know, I think that I'll, I'll tell you more about it when we get off air because I don't want to share too much. But um, she was trying to comfort me this morning and she's like, you know, I think that's why certain people go to certain psychics like she would never come to me because i wouldn't tell her something like that i would tell her i'm not comfortable saying this and refund her um so it's it's interesting so i think that yes it's part of destiny the universe whatever you want to call it um putting you in the right path for that person to get that information but it's fucking hard giving that information well, I was going to say, I like you're I think I would be the same as Catherine, not because I want it, because I would be scared. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think it's really I'm very impressed that you were able to. I mean, if this woman wanted to know, like, I'm glad that she found someone who would tell her. Um, yeah. And I'm impressed that you're able to be so strong in certain situations because this isn't the first time. Like I, you've dealt with no. some, you've had some really hard, I think, readings that people would shy away from. And you've really like, and, and that is who you are as a psychic. You know what I mean? You are the yeah. person that you're going to walks, you're going to hold someone's hand through really tough information sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're coming to you because they want to know, but they also don't want to hear it and then just be like, all right, well, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. you are really good at that. You're like a healer in that way or you're, you're like a leader in that way. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, of course. Yeah, I think for better or worse, I'm going to give you the information that you asked for and what I see. Um, but it's a... Uh, yeah, it's tough. It's a tough you, one. Can I read some comments from Facebook? Sure, go right ahead. 
Okay, so when we first started talking about this, some people were chiming in on would they want to know, right? So Alexis said, I would want to know. Kayla said, a thousand percent would want to know. Give me all my juicy details. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, Shira here was was kind of thinking the same as me. Like, but can't you change the timeline trajectory that you are on usually? Yeah. Um, She also said, when I found out I had cancer... I went to town on plans to get it done on wanted life events and experiences. Death at your door completely changes your outlook. Um, Sabrina yeah, said, "Sabrina said, my dad's in hospice. It's tough. I'm so sorry, Sabrina. That I'm so sorry, Sabrina. So hard. Sending you a lot of love. That's the other thing. Like, okay, so physical therapy assisting. So I uh, used to do home health and hospice care for physical therapy. And basically hospice care for physical therapy is um, preventing bed sores and patient education with for the family members on how to care for their loved ones, right? It's not, we're not trying to get you better, which is hard right. because the family is in denial, sometimes, not every time, but sometimes the family is in denial of what is happening. So right. mom could walk. Why is mom not walking? Mom's not walking because she's on hospice care. She's not on, we're not, we're doing bed mobility, right? Right. Um, so I think that's denial is definitely a stage of grief. And I think you deal, this is just, I haven't had personal experience from someone that I love going through a process like this. So take this however you want to, but I think you go through all of those processes when you are the person dying and when you are the person that's being left behind. Watching that person die is denial. Like, no, they're going to get better. Maybe not. Hopefully, but maybe not. I think that's the thing that scares me so much about – I've been thinking about this a lot also in becoming a mom – uh what scares me is not myself like not my own I feel like I'm gonna be here a a long time in this lifetime and I've also been that's also been reflected back to me in certain ways without me asking um Ambie's like no you're not No, yes, I am. No, I am not saying that you're not going to be here a long time, damn it. No, I'm saying that would be funny if Ambie is like, "Mm -mm." Oh, that would not Um, be funny. (laughs) No, no, but I really feel like this lifetime I'll be here for a while. And I mean, who knows? I could be wrong, but that's just my feeling. And like I said, it's kind of been reflected back to me intuitively by certain people. But the point is, um, it's not myself that I'm afraid of. It's it's the people that I can't imagine going a day without that I have no 100%. control. I have no control. Because you know what I always think of? Abraham Hicks, Esther Hicks, and Jerry Hicks. And how Jerry – her so Esther Hicks channels Abraham Hicks, if you guys don't know. And Jerry was like her partner in crime, her husband, who did everything with her. And they were best of friends. And, and they started this whole journey together. And then all of a sudden, like halfway through the journey, he just – gets cancer or he gets some sort of cancer or something and all the questions were like well wait a minute like why is this happening like he's you know they're they're talking to quote infinite intelligence like what's going on here isn't he supposed to hang out and can't he kind of like change this outcome and it was like well part of his greater desire is to kind of graduate and go on to that next thing and it's like she has no control over that. His wife 
Like, she has no control over what kind of the larger part of him is desiring or what his path is, you know? I have no control over my husband or my kids or my parents. I have no control. Mm -hmm. And I hate that. I hate that so much. I know. Are you teary-eyed yet? Because it gets me teary-eyed thinking about it. I think Um, it's – or, like, leaving my children without a mom. That – yeah. That chokes me up too. You've talked the idea about that, that a lot. Yeah. And it, my mom has said that a lot too. Leaving your yeah. – And yeah. Because – Yeah. No. Well, you don't have to say why because I, I, I get that completely. Oh, <sighs> God. What a depressing episode. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I think everybody's – I No, I think everybody's like kind of needed it because everybody's kind of sharing their thoughts. Um, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. We miss you said, um, I think it's called preemptive grief, knowing someone is going to pass and grieving over the upcoming loss. Yeah, I do that all the – I mean, oh, my God. I think about it with my dog. Ever. I, I've cried over oh, my I dog's death. I think about death. it with my dog too. I've cried over my dog's death so many year, – for years and years and years. And she's 16 right now. And I'm finally like, okay, you're going to live forever. Um, that's what I'm going to tell myself. Um, but – Okay, Alexis just said, I finally come to understanding why my love transitioned so early in life. Obviously, it still hurts, but what hurts more is falling in love with someone else and losing them again or having a child and losing that out of our control. But that's a huge lesson that's hard to learn. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah, so, definitely. So sorry, so sorry for your loss, Alexis. Yeah. Um, well. Now that we're all thoroughly depressed, welcome to my misery, everyone. Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. Well, I hope, we... I hope the best for your client. I really do. And um, hold on. Heather has one more comment. Heather said, when my dad turned 70, so healthy, but I just want to move home to be closer and have more time. Yeah. And isn't that what COVID did for us, just to wrap this all up and bring it full circle? Like, COVID really made us think about the fe- – that was another reminder of, like, hey, you think mm-hmm. you have all this time. You think, oh, I'm just going to work, 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 and then I'll do I'll do all that family stuff later or I'll spend time with whoever later. And it's like, there, you know – Or I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Just yeah. that, that constant putting it off. And that's my point is that don't put it off. Like – like when my, you know, it's that, that constant. There's no procrastination procrastination or thinking that you have all this time um, because, you know, you'll go to that place when you're retired or you'll buy the house when you have more money or you'll do the thing when you have more time. And it's honestly, it's like, you don't know when your last day is. That's mm-hmm. not guaranteed for anybody. So. Yeah. Do the thing you want to do now. Amen. Um, do we have anything to announce? Oh, um, reviews. Reviews. Just our contest. So we're having a contest. We've had no reviews yet emailed to us. So get on it, guys. Come on. Oh, well, <laughs> we haven't released the other one, I guess. So anyway, um, what we're doing is if you leave us a review on iTunes, it has to be iTunes reviewed, um, preferably five stars. I digress. But if you leave us a review on iTunes, um, you will get entered into a contest to be a guest on our podcast. And so you get to hang out with Alexa and I for an hour. Um, it might not sound like much, but I think it's 
fun. And if I was listening to a podcast and they offered me to be on the podcast from something like a review, I would absolutely do it. So I thought it would be fun. Email us the reviews so that way we know you did it so we can enter you in. Nobody has entered so far. So your chances are real good, even if you just did one. <laughs> just want to throw yep. that out there. Yep. Yeah, and for any, I mean, we're going to pick at random. So if you get picked and you have things to promote, like I know some of you have your own businesses, your own podcasts, mm-hmm. your own endeavors. So could be really good. And the reviews help us so much. So, 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 they so, really so, 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 so much. Uh, really and do. if you guys don't know how to do it, it is literally the easiest thing ever from your iPhone. All you have to do is go to the podcast app, go to our podcast, and then it uh, it has a Go, swipe to the bottom and it says like leave a review and you just click how many stars and you can type something in there so mm-hmm. and yeah. then our email is innerbloompodcast at gmail.com also I want to give a shout out real quick to our um, Patreon just I feel like we haven't shouted it out in a while but uh, if you want to sign up for our Patreon, it's only $5 to join. There's higher tiers if you want more access to things. Um, but essentially for $5, you get all of this bonus content. We do two bonus episodes a month. We do a celebrity spirit interview. Who did you guys interview this month? Did I miss it? Did I miss it? This month we interviewed the spirit of Buddha. Oh, Buddha. That's yes. really cool. And then yes, – we do an intuitive investigation into like some sort of unsolved mystery or conspiracy theory to get the real deal. Um, it, it could also be a current event. I think you guys are voting on that now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the voting is still taking place. Yeah, so um, I, I saw one come through for like Gabby Petito, Brian Laundrie, like just things that people want to know. So our patrons mm-hmm. get to vote on that and they get to decide. Um, and so, uh, yeah, if you want some more inner bloom, some of the juicier things, um, head over to patreon.com slash inner bloom podcast. And that helps us more than, you know, so mm-hmm. some for Definitely. you, some for us. It, it's, that it, it literally all the keeps machine. the show going, guys. It literally yeah. keeps the show going. So anyway, no pressure there, but all the pressure. Um, <laughs> is there anything, is there anything that you want to talk about or promote? No. No, that's it. That's it. Well, thanks for for waiting, for jumping on. I really like this episode. It was a really good reminder. Yeah, just, you know, live every day like it's your last. And don't get so annoyed by what people say. Like, fuck people, honestly, because I think that's one of the things that people, that holds people back. Don't listen to other people. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. All right. (laughs) Have a great day, everybody. And keep on blooming. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Podcast.